Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is Monday, December 13th. Guess what? Less than two weeks till Christmas Day. I hope that you're uh, getting all your shopping done and all those type of things up and running. Uh, hey, before we get started today, let me just remind you of our core retirement design, where we help you decide and determine what your risk number is. And ultimately, we help you put together a portfolio that matches up with that risk tolerance number. So, hey, give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, we got Dave joining us up here in just a few minutes to, uh, or just a few seconds to talk about whatever we can figure out because the earnings season is pretty much over. Checking on your money. Doing to you this morning. Everybody's got something in a retirement fund, even if it's an old sock hidden under the bed, and even that gets affected by what we talk about here every morning. Downtown Sebring, we go to the uh, the Maven of Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Philip, good morning. How was your weekend? Good morning, Dave. It was uh, it was good. It was good. Went uh, over to uh, Tampa. My son, daughter, and all we all went to Bush Gardens. Had a Great time over there for the day. And so, uh, but, uh, hey, it's Monday. I was thinking this morning, it's hard to believe that, it, you know, two, less than two weeks and we'll be at Christmas Day. Uh, it was strange. I was doing something, just talking about an event this coming weekend. And it occurred to me it was the uh, this weekend is the last weekend before Christmas. This month has gone by way too doggone fast, at least for my personal taste. How about you? Yeah, it really has. It's um who would have thought that uh, we'd be at the end of the year already? And, and we are, and, and it's, uh, yeah, before we know it, it's going to be uh, January 2nd or January 3rd, actually. And uh, we'll be back at it again. Yep. Which kind of comes up as a reminder for folks that if you're looking at making adjustments for tax shelter planning, this is about uh, the 11th hour, right? Yeah, it is. And unfortunately a lot of firms now, um, you know, they put some timetables in there. So uh, a lot of them by the 15th, if you don't have all your things done, like if you want to do a Roth conversion or if you need to, to finish up your RMDs or, you know, you want to do a qualified um, a charitable distribution. A lot of firms have a, a, a deadline for those coming up here shortly. Oh, Lord, when you start talking about the 15th, you're talking about only two days off. So, people, if you got something in mind, get the lead out and do something. Speaking of the lead out, Friday turned into a pretty good day on Wall Street. Dow was up 216. S&P was up by 44.5. NASDAQ was up by 113. I mean, start talking about two-thirds of a percent up on one day. It's almost like we're saying, oh, um, Omicron? What Omicron? We don't care. We're buying, right? Yeah, exactly. So it does seem to be, um, you know, Thursday and Friday were, were pretty good days in the marketplace. Um, if I remember right, Friday got a little hairy there for a little bit, but uh, ended up in the positive side. Though I did see, um, you know, uh, Mr. Johnson, the, the Prime Minister of England, uh, Boris, he did say at least one patient has died over there from the Omicron um, variant. So, uh, that, uh, but that, that's the first one I've really heard of that's actually died from that variant. I didn't catch that either. The overall picture seems to be that for the most part, unless you've got some other risk factors, uh, it spreads like the common cold. But the Omicron variant mostly 
uh, hasn't been as serious as the Delta variant, but the uh, story out of Britain certainly puts at least a little chink into that armor. Doesn't seem to be disturbing the stock market all that terribly much. And uh, we've got some big things coming up in the next week with the NASDAQ exchange, I understand, right? We do. You know, talking about the NASDAQ hitting some, some nice numbers on Friday, but get this. You know, just like the S&P 500 makes changes, the NASDAQ is making changes too. Their NASDAQ 100, they are removing CDW, which is, you know, the computer supply company, Fox, mm-hmm. Fox Corporation. You're kidding. Um, nope. A, a, um, a company called Cerner, which I'm not sure what that is. No, Checkpoint Software. Checkpoint oh. Software. I was kind of surprised at that one. Uh, Trip.com. And uh, Insight. So those are the ones leaving. And they're adding um, kind of a lot of the times the same industry, but Palo Alto, Palo Alto Networks is that coming in. Airbnb. Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortinet. I'm not sure exactly what they do. Lucid Group. Uh, Zeskiller, something like that. And then Datadog. Well, I got I got three of the four, uh, three of the five of those I've heard of. The, the biggest surprise is dropping Fox. That's kind of intriguing. I wonder what the motivation is for that. I'm I'm not sure what, and I don't know what their actual um, criteria is to uh, to be in that 100. So, uh, but yeah. It, it, it is intriguing because it, it always helps to remember that the NASDAQ 100, kind of like the Dow, is a price-weighted index. So moves on the uh, NASDAQ 100 are kind of like changes in the Dow 30. It could make some interesting changes as the shifting and winnowing of investor preferences changes. So taking a big media company out kind of changes some of the behavior elements we might be able to expect of the NASDAQ index. Well, that, that's true. That, that's true because that was uh, – I don't see another one in that kind of industry being re- you know, put back in there. Absolutely. Sounds like it could be intriguing. Uh, another bit of tidbits that you had out, uh, Pfizer, you know, the big vaccine company and other drugs, they're on the acquisition trail these days, huh? They are. They, uh, they actually bought or buying, have agreed to buy uh, a company called Arena Pharmaceutical. Um, for a hundred dollars a share, <clears throat> which is uh, a, a pretty good uh, uh, bounce for them, uh, given that uh, it said they soared like by ninety three percent. Let's just look and see what that. Uh, oh yeah, it closed on Friday at fifty dollars, and it's going to open today at ninety three twenty five, and Pfizer's going to pay a hundred. So uh, yeah, if you bought it on Friday, you could have doubled your money. Offhand, that sounds like their stockholders like it. Looks like Pfizer does too, because they see them trading up this morning. What does Arena Pharmaceuticals make that's so attractive? You know, I'm not real sure. Let's see, biopharmaceutical company on uh, transformational medicines with optimized pharmacology, and uh, so maybe. Uh, I call that stuff? double talk. I call yeah. that double yeah. talk. <laughs> they make junk you don't want to know about. How's that? You don't want to be sick enough to find out. Uh, yeah, that, that works down the line. The other tidbit that's out that's going to be affecting the markets this week, we think, is the fact that the Federal Reserve has a two-day meeting coming out. Wednesday at 2 p.m., we're going to have Jay Paulson with a press conference in which he's going to explain what they did, what they meant, what they didn't do, and what they plan on doing. Uh, you and I were comparing notes, and there isn't a lot of stuff out, but one of the pundits that I read over the weekend 
says that he expects the Fed to, like, go down by, like, half on the bond buying spree they've been on in an effort to try to control inflation by a little bit. Uh, you know, all the pundits are saying, you know, don't overdo it, Fed, but we got to do something because inflation's way too gosh darn high. Maybe uh, cutting back the bond purchasing spree might be the first step. The question is how much, and at least one pundit is saying back by 50% all in one fell swoop. And that's a big jump. I mean, you and I have been talking about they needed to be doing it, but, you know, gradual is better for our economy and our markets. Um, and and to, to double down like that, that's a, that's a big move. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just wish they would have started sooner and done it in steps. And telegraphed it a little bit better, too, if that's a possibility. But, yeah, the concern that I've expressed all along, and we were talking about it almost in gory details on Friday, the problem is if inflation gets out of hand, about the only thing that's capable of being done is a really fast tightening of the money supply, and that that guarantees a real deep recession if we do that. So the risk is, is the Federal Reserve going to overreact or are they going to underreact? Because it's awful darn hard, more art than science as far as what the proper reaction is. Well, that, that's true. And we, we do know from the 80s what that felt like, and we do not want to repeat that again. So, you know, hopefully they can put a plan together that's going to work uh, across the board and that I mean, we understand that the, the tightening is going to, we're going to feel it. We're going to see it, but, but maybe at least, uh, you know, lessen the blow a little bit. Uh, yeah, exactly. At, at this point in time with unemployment down, not down to uh, the lows that we were seeing before the pandemic, but still at the very least manageably low, close to full employment. And with the uh, job claims that we get every week in terms of first time unemployment inordinately low, it, it seems like the time to do a little bit of tightening, but if they do it too much, uh, all of us that were around in the early 80s remember that really deep, uh, about a six-month-long Reagan recession. It was needed because it controlled inflation and got inflation out of the system, but it was incredibly painful over the time that we went through it. Yeah, it really was, and so we want to we want to bypass that, Dave. Absolutely. Other things that you see that might affect the market this upcoming week. It's kind of a doldrum week in every month of the year when we get to the third week of the month. Well, especially it's holiday time too. So yeah, it just there's not a lot out there. I mean, we've got uh, Palatons getting beat up. Um, you know, they they closed I think Friday at a 52 week low. Um, they are bouncing back a little bit this morning, but. Uh, yeah, so did, you, just, did, you see the, did you see their advertising response to the Sex in the City thing? I, I did, I did, and that's what caught my attention. They brought Mr. Big back and said, see, Peloton saved him. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that, really. So, yeah. It, and, and so, anyway, we're, we're looking at, set, and, you know, once again, it was an update on Friday. We don't have a lot going on. The question ends up becoming how much have we actually built into the market any of the changes the Fed might do. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip, are we still in green ink territory? We, we are, at least in the index side, but barely. Uh, we've got the, uh, the S, I mean, the, the Dow 30 is up $10 right now, basically flat. Uh, the the S&P 500 is up $8, so less than two-tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ's up 56, about a third of a percent. So, so nothing, uh, nothing uh, gangbusters, uh, kind of lackluster start to the market today. On the other side of the coin, we got silver up about a third of a percent, gold uh, basically even, a, t a slight tinge of red. And then crude oil is down a half a percent to uh, $71.44 a barrel. 
Yeah, I think we were in the upper 71 range on Friday, so day over day, that's good news as well. Overseas markets at Japan, the Asian rim market almost uniformly up overnight, looking at our performance on Friday. Europe is kind of mixed. Germany is up considerably, but Great Britain, off of that, probably that COVID report from Prime Minister Johnson, is off by about two-tenths of a percent halfway through their day. Getting track of things, and we alluded to at the beginning that we're coming up on some very hard deadlines as far as uh, tax sheltering or distributions and changes you need to make for tax planning for 2022. That requires getting together with somebody who knows what they're doing. How do I find you to get a handle on my retirement plans, Philip? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. Join us on Facebook. All you have to do is look our page up, Statler Financial Services, like and follow us there. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. All righty, and back here again tomorrow morning to see what went on in the market today and is likely to affect your money tomorrow as well. Philip, thank you so much. I'll see you then, all right? I mean, you have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today as we start out these last couple weeks of the year. Uh, I hope you got something interesting out of today's uh, spiel. Join us again tomorrow. Until then, take care. Bye now.